Baptist Church tonight. It's good to see each one of you here. Now, if you'll find you a place and grab you a songbook, we'll turn to number 285. Number 285, Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. Everyone helping out, 285. What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way. Leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how bright the path grows from. Leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms i have blessed peace with my lord so near everlasting arms leaning leaning safe and secure from all alarms leaning 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 on the everlasting arms now let's go back to number 163, 163, only trust him. We'll sing the first and the last stanza there. Come every soul by sin oppressed, there's mercy with the Lord, and he will surely give you rest by trusting in his word only trust him only trust him only trust him now he will save you he will save you he will save you now come and join this holy band glory go to dwell in that celestial land where joys immortal flow only trust him only trust him only trust him now he will save you he will save you he will save you Shake hands with someone around you there. Tell them it's good to see you tonight.
right, we welcome to our Wednesday evening service. Good to see each other here tonight. We have the um, seniors trip that's going to be taking place soon, and the sign-up sheet back here. Those of you interested in going, and I would encourage you to go. Always has a good good time, not only um, in the activity but in the fellowship. That's always good. So um, if you if you interested in going, be sure to sign up. Um, be praying about our big day coming up. We this started out as fall festival, but we kind of you know we want to be real original, so we changed it to big day. That's such a an outstanding <laughs> title for it. And uh, we, we used to do it on Saturday, and um, so but kind of it's kind of worked into a, a, a Sunday afternoon a big day thing to help us in our Sunday school and bus ministry and everything. Um, We'll take our prayer request here in a little bit. We got a couple of new folk, a couple of folks that are now since Sunday they're back in the hospital, and uh, so we'll mention that in a minute. Usher, would you come? Let's receive the offering. Those of you who have teenagers, they're they're going to be having a rally again. This Friday night, it seems like they're um, having a lot of those youth rallies here <clears throat> lately, and um, so you'll you'll probably have to remind your teenagers. So um, when uh, the announcements are given on Sunday, you better pay attention so you'll know what's going on with the young people. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask His blessings on the offering and our service here tonight. Brother Smith, will you lead us in prayer? All right, take your prayer list. If you didn't get a prayer list, raise your hand. Our usher will come and bring you one. I guess everybody did. Um, Brother Bunch, if you, you're looking on it there in the hospital, Brother Bunch, he missed Sunday because he had fallen and banged his head, but, but now he's in the hospital for another thing. He's got infection, and they can't find out where it is. Um, you know, uh, several years ago, some of you, remember this that uh, the reason he's in a wheelchair and all they had to take take his leg uh, because of infection and um, so I don't know if this is related to that or not but pray for him and also Jim King is back in the hospital again and he has infection additional infection also Abigail she's still Amen. It's good news. All right. Uh, the Leonard family traveling. Okay, so that's not you then. That's your kids. Huh? So they're all home? Okay, you can take a Leonard family off of traveling. I was going to say, if y'all were traveling again, we're going to let the air out of your tires so you can't do that anymore. All right, do you have an, an addition? Yes, sir. Avery, I'm traveling. Mrs. Wyatt, 
the Combs, Combs be traveling. C O M B S. Charlotte? All right, give me that name again. Blaine Milam. Okay, it's about halfway down. I see it there now. All right, for those at home, um, Blaine Milam can be taken off. Good to see Brother Rankin here tonight. Uh, all right, someone else. family all right Kathy help me out Diane I'm, I, I couldn't oh for her finger oh okay all right Okay, amen. Okay, Elizabeth Morales, but they want you to leave her on there for a while here. And uh, Chelsea Baxley, you said take her off? Okay, that's under the get well, the number one under the get well. Somebody else? friend Cindy needs healing okay all right someone else Charlotte which one? Oh, okay Tom okay Tom Z-E-I-T-E-R that's the last one under the cancer list for those of you at home that are watching, it's um, Tom Zider. All right, anyone else? Okay, song, uh, stand again, take your songbook. Bill, come lead us another song. All right, let's turn to number 223. Number 223, Draw Me Nearer. Get my spectacles on here. I am thine, O Lord, I have heard thy voice, and it told thy love to me. But I long to rise in the arms of faith and be closer drawn to thee. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to thy precious bleeding side. Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power divine. Let my soul look up with a steadfast hope.
thy precious beating side. Thank you. You may be seated. Well, we started um, last Wednesday night looking at Daniel chapter 9. I want you to be turning there, Daniel chapter 9. And we're talking about Israel's future. And by the way, you need to pray for Israel. Pray for safety. <clears throat> I want to show you a, a, video, a little video. And it's a, a guy, he's a Saudi Arabian. But he's... A, He's telling the what what the world press calls the Palestinians, and you know I've said this very often. There's no such thing as a Palestinian. There is no land of Palestine. That um, back back during the days of the Caesars and Roman Empire, one of the Caesars. This is the most uh, common uh, explanation of where. The word Palestine came from, or Palestinian. One of the Caesars in derision referred to them because of the Philistines and Philistia. Um, he, he referred to these Palestinians, and and uh, it's believed that that's where that came from. But uh, you you can uh, you can go online on your computer, go online and and just look up the the uh, history of Israel going all the way back to Abraham. Um, and, you know, Abraham, they had, he had two boys. One of, them, one of them was by a woman that was not his wife. That was Ismael. And Ismael is the father of, the, of all of the Arab, the Arab people. And, um, and God, God said he, he would... Uh, Bless them because of Abraham, and um, and and they would you know be great numbers of them. But he said that he, they would be wild, wild people, and they are. If you've ever been over in that part of the world, uh, they are. And um, these people they claim to be Palestinians. Uh, Janice and I, when we were in Israel. Our um, bus driver, the bus driver there was he claimed to be a Palestinian, he's actually an Arab that's what they all are they're all Arabs and uh, the there is no, there has never been a Palestinian state but it's the world media and uh, you know and the um, people that hate Israel that want to claim that that's Palestine, that's the land of the Palestinians. Uh, you and I both know that God gave that land to the Jews. They settled that land. And, uh, and there, uh, through Abraham, God gave it. And, and when they went in and, and took the land, then, then God divided it into 12 portions, a portion to each of the 12 tribes. And um, the all the Jews, they, they're descendants from Isaac. That was the, uh, the, the real son of uh, Abraham, Abraham and Sarah. That was the promised son. And, and uh, the, the, there's always been a hatred from the Arabs against the, against the Jews. There still is. Uh, but when you, when you that's uh, fireworks that's going on over there, the... Uh, the, the school, the high school, so uh, don't let that startle you. <laughs> I've already been told that, that they'll be setting off those fireworks. And uh, so anyway, um, I, w I wanted to play this video, and now it's, it's a Saudi Arabian guy, and so you won't understand him, but there's a caption underneath in English, and what he's saying I want you to read that because he's, he, he is an Arab himself, and he, 
He said, he's saying to these people who claim to be Palestinians, you're Arabs. You have no reason to be calling yourself a Palestinian. And so um, if, if you guys go ahead and put that up there, this is not part of my lesson. Uh, ووقع الخطاب دولة الفلسطين وعلم الملك فهد عرفات إنه حصلنا دولة فلسطينية هرب عرفات ما شافوه إلا بعد عشر سنين من هالكلام هذا هرب ما يبي دولة فلسطينية كلكم ما تبون دولة فلسطينية لأن أساسا ما لكم قضية ولا لكم دولة ولا لكم أرض هذه أرض إسرائيل بالقرى وأنتم شتات رومان ملفقي مغول وتركمان وشركس وأرمن وغجر ما لكم حق بفلسطين فلسطين هذه دولة إسرائيلية لبني إسرائيل وبني إسرائيل لمعلوميتكم بني إسرائيل هذولا عيال إسحاق وحنا يا العرب عيال إسماعيل وإسحاق وإسماعيل أخوين أبوهم إبراهيم عليه السلام يعني هذولا عيال عمنا لكن أنتم منين جيتوا أنتم مشتخلكم بالموضوع أنتم يا الشتات يا الغجر يا المغول يا التركمان يا الشركس يا الرومان يا بقايا الشعوب إيش دخلكم بالموضوع إيش دخلكم بالسالفة إيش دخلكم بيننا هذا بني إسرائيل على أرضهم ما لكم أرض أنتم ولا لكم قضية يا جماعة أنتم أدوختونا وأشغلتونا ولاقصة لاقصة لمعلوميتك ما عندكم أقصى ما في شيء اسمه أقصى في شيء اسمه القدس المسجد الأقصى اللي ورد ذكره هو بالجعرانة 29 كيلو على الطائف وكان المسجدين المسجد الأقصى والمسجد الأدنى المسجد الأقصى حقكم بناه الشام عام 72 هجري كيف يسرى محمد له هو مبني عام 72 للهجر يعني بعد وفاة محمد بستين سنة تضحكون على مين أنتم تضحكون على مين الفلسطيني أنت من تعربي ولا لك أرض ولا لك قضية الأرض أرض إسرائيل والقضية قضية إسرائيل معكم ما السعودية حتى دولة أسست لكم دولة الملك فهد يوم ريغان يطلب منه تمويل زوار الكونترا قال له وحدة بوحدة أبي دولة الفلسطين قال له أبشر ووقع الخطاب دولة فلسطين وعلم الملك فهد عرفات إنه حصلنا دولة فلسطينية هرب عرفات. Okay. Uh, now I wanted you to see that too. Um, you've heard me mention before uh, over the years. There is no such thing as a Palestinian. That and and no land of Palestine. I know you'll hear that often because because the uh, the media has always favored who they call the Palestinians. And right now, what's going on over there, they, uh, I was watching a, a thing this morning, and, and they have proof that it was Hamas that, that bombed that hospital over there. Not, it was not the Jews. It was the Hamas. They did that, and they're trying to put the blame on Israel to turn uh, to turn the world against the, the Jews. And um, so, so you know, my advice to you, if, if you, you know, when you watch the news, don't watch any of the mainstream channels. Uh, they're, they're, all, they're all propagandists for the, uh, for the uh, heathen world and, and uh, Palestinians, what they call the Palestinians. And um, this land, this land that they're in, God gave them that land, and He told them when He gave it to them, He said, "I want you. I don't want you to sell it. I don't want you to trade it. I, I don't, it's to pass down from one one generation to keep it all in in the family, the the particular tribe that they belong to, and um, it was not to be sold. Now, for 2,500 years." Because, the, because of God judging the Jews for their continual turning away from him for 2,500 years, there was no Israel. Um, they, the, they were dispersed throughout, the Jews were dispersed throughout the known world at that time. And, and of course, I, I've, uh, I heard even just recently, I heard that the second largest population of Jews in the world is in New York City. And the the of the, the the Jews that are in Israel, and I think I think it's something like maybe six million, six million that are 
uh, since they've, they've been going back, you know. But, uh, but the, the Jews that are there, most of them are what they're, they refer themselves as secular Jews. They're not, they don't, they don't accept uh, the God of the Bible. They don't accept, of course, they don't. None of the Jews accept uh, Christ as the Messiah um, unless it's a Jew that's got saved. And they, they're called Messianic Jews, those that have been, that have accepted Christ. But but I I wanted I wanted to show that before we get into the lesson tonight because because uh, right now um, the whole Arab world over there is ab ab about to erupt over this this thing all the false propaganda has been going on against the Jews during this thing uh, and even and here even in America can you believe that uh, somebody was telling me earlier today that. Oh, there's over 300 colleges in the United States that favor the Palestinians. They're favoring the Palestinians, what they call the Palestinians, over over Israel, the the Jews. And uh, they were they were interviewing a, a young lady that was a college student there, and she said that that uh, a college professor, the college that she told the college, I don't remember now which which one it was. That college professor was downing, saying that this is all the Jews' fault. Uh, the they don't they don't tell you that the that Hamas fired something like four thousand rockets over into Israel on the first day, and uh, and there and uh, and by the way, uh, they said they were saying this morning that forty five hundred rockets have have misfired and have exploded in Gaza in Gaza Strip there instead of instead of over in Israel. And uh and that's that's probably why that one exploded in that hospital there. <clears throat> uh, somebody was telling me that that uh, they saw a a uh, film, a video that one of the news place were putting on that that it showed the, the hospital still there and and uh, showed the inside and people walking in and all that. But that might have been before all this explosion and everything. <clears throat> but uh, but don't don't believe what the news media is trying to tell you unless you're looking at um, I, 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 even some of the Fox News, I you know question some of that. <clears throat> but, but I kind of switched back before back and forth between Newsmax and Fox, and uh, so you try to get you know try to get a more accurate picture of what really is going on through them than through uh, than through ABC or NBC or especially CNN. Uh, somebody titled CNN is the Communist News Network, and uh, MSNBC. I for a while I had I had on, on my remote I had those blanked out those channels MSNBC. CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, had all those blanked out. Mine, when I'm going through there, you just skip them. But, but I, I've got a different remote now, and I haven't figured out yet how to, <laughs> how to blank those out. But I just, I'm just very careful that if, I, if I'm going through the channels and, and I hit one of those, I'm very fast to go right through it. I don't, I don't want to corrupt my TV set. Uh, the Bible, Bible says in Psalms that we're to not set any wicked thing before our eyes. So, um, so be careful what you watch. All right, we had, uh, we had started here in, in Daniel chapter 9 last week, and, and I had got through two, two points that I had uh, given you. But let's go back just to refresh our, uh, remember here, our memory here. Memory. Uh, and beginning in verse 20, chapter 9, verse 20, and while I was speaking and praying, that's Daniel, Daniel's talking, he said, while I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountains of my God, yea, while I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening oblation. 
And he informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I've now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. At the beginning of thy supplication, the commandment came forth, and I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore understand the matter and consider the vision. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most, uh, most holy. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and build Jerusalem, that was at the end of the seven years, 70 years captivity in Babylon, they were allowed to go back. He said at the beginning of that uh, commandment to restore and build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the Prince, from that time until the Messiah, the Prince, shall be seven weeks and threescore and two weeks, the street shall be built again and the wall even in troublous times. And after threescore and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with a flood, and unto the end of the war desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the, the sacrifice, the oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate even unto the consummation, and that determined shall be poured, poured upon the desolate. Now, my first point, and, and uh, I'm, I'm just going to give you the, the title. I won't, we're not going to go back because we'd spend all our time tonight with just going back and reviewing. But... Uh, my first point was the circumstances of Daniel, and that's in verse 20. And, it, and he's, he's talking about praying. He's spending all this time prayer, praying for Israel and for uh, the circumstances and all that. So you have there the circumstances of Daniel. And then in verse 21 through 23, you have the coming of Gabriel. So Gabriel is coming in answer to the prayer uh, and supplication that Daniel has been making. And um, so my third point then, this, and this is where we'll start here tonight, uh, the communication of God. This is, number, if you're taking notes, this is number three, the communication of God. And this begins in verse 24 uh, to verse 27. Now, uh, we, we read that, but, but uh, this, is, this is mainly what we'll be looking at tonight, verse 24 through uh, 27. <clears throat> and you can read that a dozen times, one time right after another, and you're still not going to understand everything until you begin to dig deeper and, and realize here, uh, and, and really kind of, you know, outline, take, take each of the points that that are made here, and that's what I'm going to try to do here tonight uh, to help you to understand, especially about these weeks. Now, I've already shown you before that when it's talking about weeks here, it's talking about it's talk actually years. What the uh, in the in the original language, we're told that it that it's uh, the the actual words are sevens sevens, and and uh, so you're talking about when it says a week. Of years talking about seven years, and then uh, sixty-two uh, and seven. That that's then multiply sixty-two times times uh, seven, and then and then and then uh, there's going to be a another uh, week, which is the tribulation period, a period of seven years, the tribulation period. So. Uh, Let's see now if we can uh, kind of dissect things here and, and try to figure out what this is all about. But you see here, don't you, why the angel told him to listen carefully. You're going to have to listen carefully in order to understand that. I know you've read it many times. You probably, you probably don't understand everything that, that uh, we've just read there. Very complex statement. 
highly complex, but yet, yet uh, so accurate. And, and you've got to realize now that, that all of this is hundreds of years before any of it happened. Some of it has not happened yet. We're, we're still, that's still uh, prophetic. But, but, uh, but the things that, that have happened came true just exactly the way that it's presented here. <clears throat> I mentioned last week in the lesson that, that uh, several uh, Bible scholars made the statement that, that if, there, if there were no other proof, no other proof except Daniel chapter 9, that the Bible is inspired word of God, this would be enough because of the, the fulfilled prophecy and the, the, the minute details of it and all. So, uh, so first of all, the entire prophecy has to do with Daniel's people and Daniel's city. That's the nation of Israel and the city of Jerusalem. Now, I've told you that uh, you know, every, everything, all of history really centers around Israel. Uh, everything, everything that's ever happened at the center, at the center of, of it all, is Israel. Those, those are the people that was they're called God's chosen people. The reason God chose them was not because of their goodness or anything, but, but because of the fact that He needed someone uh, to be a witness to the to the heathen of the true and living God. That was their job. They were to be witnesses to, to a lost world of the true and living God. Now, uh, you, you may wonder, why, why, did God, why did God choose Abraham? And for, for a long time, I, you know, I, I thought myself, I thought, well, I wonder why God, because uh, Abraham was living in the earth of the Chaldees. That was a heathen country, a pagan country. They worshiped false gods. But you go back to Genesis 11, and when it's giving the uh, genealogies of, of the three sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and, he, and he, he, he tells you there in dividing the descendants of these, these three boys up, the, the countries that they were going to be settling in. And, and so we'll, we'll turn back to Genesis 11. Let me, you, you may have it marked because I've mentioned this before, but... Uh, I'll show you something here that it's not that, that God was calling Abraham who was a heathen. Abraham was actually a, a part, he was, he was one of the descendants of Shem. And that was the, that was the uh, you know, even sometime today, Jews are called Semites or Shemites uh, because they, the, the people that are Israelis, the people that are Jews, they, they descended from Shem. He, he is the, he's the father, actually, of all. of uh, And there, there's a bunch of mentioned here, starting in verse 10. It says, these are the generations of Shem. Uh, Shem was 100 years old, and began, he begat Arphaxed two years after the flood. And Shem lived after he begat Arphaxed 500 years and begat sons and daughters. And you go on down through there. I won't take the time to look at all of them. But you come down to verse 23, verse 22. And Serug lived 30 years and begat Nahor. Now you begin to find people that you're familiar with, don't you? And Serug lived after begat Nahor 200 years and begat sons and daughters. And Nahor lived 9 and 20 years and begat Terah. You know who Terah is? Well, then it'll tell you here. Nahor lived after he begat Terah, and 119 years begat sons and daughters. And Terah lived 70 years and begat who? Abram. That was the name for it changed to Abraham. And, uh, and Nahor and Haran. And, and so he said, these are the generation of Terah. Terah begat uh, Abram, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran begat Lot. And, and so, uh, Abram, verse 29, Abram and Nahor took them wives. The name of Abram's wife was uh, Sarah. The name of Nahor's wife was Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father 
of Isca. Uh, so, so it's not like that, you know, God just picks out some heathen guy, some guy that didn't know anything about God. No, Abraham was a descendant of Shem. And, and these, these were the people that, that were, uh, the people that were uh, from, from looking at the context and all and, and, uh, and the events surrounding why God and, and, and when God chose Abraham, uh, he, was, he, was, he was picking somebody that already knew him. He already knew God. And uh, and so Abraham, then his his descendants, in, and he, Isaac, of course, being then the father of the twelve uh, boys that made up the twelve tribes. They were the descendants of those twelve boys made up the twelve tribes of Israel. So uh, so when when it's talking about when it's talking about Daniel's people, you're talking about the Jews. You're talking about Daniel's city. You're talking about the city of Jerusalem. And 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 the nation there is the nation of Israel. Now the the triple the see right now, uh, God has He's kind of set Israel aside, and God has He is now God is using Christians. He's using believers now uh, to be a witness to uh, to the lost. Uh, we're we're doing the job today that. Israel was supposed to be doing back, back in in the Old Testament, but because of their continual turning away from God, rejecting God, turning to other to false gods, and and all that, even getting getting to the point to where they were even sacrificing their babies in the fire uh, to uh, to uh, the god uh, uh, Milcah, and and the uh, and you know the 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 heathenness practices that they that they had resorted to so so god god just finally uh, abandoned them he let them he let them go and so first of all you had the the division of the nation after solomon died his uh, son rehoboam uh that was when the nation divided so you had the northern 10 tribes which from then on would be called israel and the two two southern tribes be judah and benjamin and they would be referred to as Judah. You come over in the New Testament, and and so all that you're, you're dealing with there is in the New Testament it's called Judea, but that's Judah. It's what's the same, talking about the same part of the country. But at at that time, uh, there is no there is no Israel. They they have been dispersed, the northern ten tribes, and they have you know kind of integrated into uh, other other countries. And, and other people were coming in and settling that land. Uh, the you remember John chapter four when when Lord Jesus was there at the at Jacob's well, and this woman comes out. She's called a Samaritan woman, and what Samaritans were, they were they were part Jew and part something else. These people that came in, there were still still Jewish women left after Nimrod, uh, you know. Destroyed uh, Jerusalem and and uh, ransacked, you know what was what was left of, of Judah, uh, and took. He made three three excursions into Judah, and and each time he took captives back to Babylon. The first his first uh, excursion when he took captive Daniel was among those, but Daniel had worked himself up because he was able to. Uh, interpret the dream of Nebuchadnezzar. Now, at this time here, Nebuchadnezzar is off the scene, uh, and and Babylon is no longer the world empire. Now it's the Medo-Persian Empire, and Cyrus, a guy named Cyrus. And uh, I mentioned to you before that that uh, some people believe that that Darius, the name Darius, is actually a title and not a name. That when it's talking about Darius, it's talk, it's actually talking about Cyrus, uh, it's like you know, it's like you know, you'd you'd say see, the Caesar was a title that was not a name, but so you have Caesar Augustus and Caesar uh, Nero and that, but uh, same with Pharaoh. Pharaoh was not a name; that was a title. You have all those different 
uh, kings or pharaohs at, uh, over Egypt. And, and some believe that uh, Darius was, was a title. I mean, I don't know. That's something you can, you can uh, check out. But, uh, but anyway, he is the same, he is the same as, as the man Tyra, uh, Cyrus. Uh, so the, the reason that God is, the reason that you're going to have a tribulation period is because the tribulation period is a time of judgment upon the Jews. Seven years. Now, that doesn't mean just the Jews are going to be, you know, suffer the wrath of God. Uh, everybody on the earth, everybody's left on the earth is going to suffer the wrath of God. Uh, but, but it's a particular, Jeremiah said, it's a time of Jacob's trouble. So you got the tribulation period that is a, that is in, in particular is a time of judgment upon the Jews. Then the Lord comes, second comes, the millennial reign. Now the millennial reign, the thousand year reign of Christ is a time of blessing upon the Jews. But everybody, everybody that's in the millennium, uh, Gentiles that are, in, they they will experience the blessings because because of God blessing the Jews. So uh, so so again, uh, these prophecies here have to do here in chapter nine uh, have to do with Daniel's people and his city and the nation, the nation of Israel. Now, second, there are two different princes mentioned here. You see that in verse 25, there's Messiah, the prince. That's the Lord Jesus, Messiah, the prince. And then in verse 26, there's the prince that shall come. Now, uh, the Messiah, the prince, that's Christ. But the prince that shall come, that's the Antichrist. You might want to jot down right there by that in the margin there. Messiah, the prince, that's Christ. The, and the uh, prince that shall come, that's the Antichrist. Now, third, the entire time period involved is exactly specified as 70 weeks. Verse 24, and the 70 weeks are divided into three sections. The first section is seven weeks. The next one is 62 weeks. And the last one is one week. So you have three, three segments. The whole time period, according to verse 25, at the going forth of the commandment to restore and rebuild Jerusalem. And the end of it all, verse 25, is when Messiah, the prince, comes. Now, I've, uh, I've mentioned to you before that if you want a good book, if you want to, want to find a good book explaining this and the years and all that, uh, there's a book entitled The Coming Prince, and it's by Sir, Sir Robert Anderson. Not a very big book, uh, uh, but you can, you can still, or you may have to go you know, to a used book place. Didn't you get one, Randy? And uh, back when, when I was in Bible college, that was one of our textbooks in, in, in prophecy. And, uh, and it's a very good book explaining, explaining about these different weeks, you know, and, and, uh, and all that. And the time period, the time period, he traced it right to the very day. And so it'd be good, you know, if you want to really, really get more than I can give you, then uh, get that book. And, and uh, he explains it very very thoroughly. So, uh, so now I want you. To, I want you to notice here. A seventy weeks. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people. And notice that word determined. This tells us that God, God has a plan. That God charts the course of history. That God has foreknowledge of what's going on. Now, this this does not mean that God makes everything. Happen, but God, His foreknowledge, in His foreknowledge, He knows about it already. God knows exactly what's going on now. He knows what He knows what's going to happen next week. He knows what's going to happen a year from now. God already knows, but God's not making everything happen. That you see, those people that believe that 
that uh, you're predestined to heaven or hell, that God chooses some people to go to hell, some people go to heaven. Uh, that's not, the Bible doesn't teach that. And, and, and uh, but, but, but when it uses that word determined there, that, that speaking there of, of, of uh, God charting the course of history. You see, it's the assumption of a comprehensive plan of God. In fact, the uh, I was looking up that word. I, you know, I like to go back and look up the root meaning of of words, and you know, and uh, do word studies and things. I, I enjoy doing that. But uh, the that word, the the the, the root word for de determined there is a very interesting word. It really it really means literally means to cut off something. To cut off something. Let me show you. The idea is that in all of human history, in all of the flow of human history, God has cut off a segment of time and, and pulled it out for his own purposes with his own people. He's taken a period called 70 weeks and cut it off from the rest of history. And it's a period geared to the accomplishment of the deliverance of Israel. Notice again in verse 24, that is, it is thy people and thy holy city. Now, Daniel had prayed in his prayer for the people. He had prayed for the city, and the answer came related to both. Now, what, what, is, the, what is the purpose of this, of this prophecy? Well, there are six purposes given in verse 24. They're, they're just uh, really astounding. First of all, uh, the 70 weeks are, are cut out of history for God to work with your people and your city for these six objectives. Now, three of these are negative and three are positive. So I want to give them to you. We have to kind of hurry, hurry through. Uh, number one, to finish the transgression. Uh, literally, it means to restrain firmly the transgression. In the world in which we live today, uh, sin, sin is just, you know, it's just running wild. It has the freedom to express itself. But there's coming a day when that will not be the case. There's coming a day when every time sin wears its head, it'll be crushed with a rod of iron. It'll be firmly restrained, and the freedom of sin to express itself will be over. Now, of course, that'll be during the millennium. Uh, all apostasy will be over. All evil will come under divine control. All, all of, and, and this word, this, uh, this word here, the word transgression, it, it has reference to, to a, you know, to, to sin, to sin in general. Now, I don't want, I don't want to say too much away from the points I've got here, but but during the millennium, now, now you, you see, uh, at the rapture, the rapture could take place tonight. And, and you know what? With, with the things that's going on right now over there in Israel and, and all there, this would be a good time for the Lord to come, wouldn't it? A good time of the rapture. And I think, it, I think it's kind of pointing toward that. I, I don't believe that, that what's happening there right now is the fulfillment of Ezekiel 38 I mentioned this Sunday. Uh, you go back and read Ezekiel 38, and and the time when that invasion takes place, it'll be it'll be a, Israel will be at a time of peace. So that means then it's going to have to be after the rapture, and and after the Antichrist makes this covenant with Israel, this peace covenant with them that's supposed to last for seven years, but he breaks it at the midpoint of the tribulation when he goes in and. And, and sets himself as the Messiah in the in the rebuilt temple there in Jerusalem. Uh, but but during the tribulation period, we all the all the Christians that rapture, all Christians all over the world will be taken out. We're going to be gone. But during the tribulation period, there's going to be millions of people get saved. Now, not anybody, according to Second Thessalonians chapter two. Nobody's heard the truth and heard the gospel now. 
and you reject it, you reject the truth, you reject the gospel, you reject Christ, then during the tribulation, you will not be saved. The Bible says you'll believe the lie. And the lie it's talking about is the lie of the Antichrist. You'll accept, you'll accept him as the Messiah. Uh, you receive the mark of the beast. And you will not be saved. Who are these millions of people that will be saved? It's people that's never had that opportunity. And, you know, uh, we've read, we've heard our missionaries have come, and, you know, presenting their fields and all, and people have, uh, people uh, over and over again, we've heard that two-thirds of the population of the world has never heard the gospel. They've never heard, heard, had the opportunities that, that you and I have had. And so many of those, many of them will be saved, and, uh, and they're going to be martyred. A lot of them are going to be martyred. Uh, they're not going to receive the mark of the beast. They won't be able to buy groceries and buy gasoline and all those kind of things because without the mark of the beast, you'll not be able to, to buy and sell. But those people that get saved during the tribulation period, the Lord comes back at the Battle of Armageddon, the Lord comes, and then he sets up his kingdom here on there. Well, those, those people that got saved during the tribulation period will remain here on the earth during the millennium. And the Bible teaches that, that they'll be here in this, this kind of a body. The body like, you know, just like they had during the tribulation, you know, like they were born with. Now, now even though they got saved, like, just like you and I, we, uh, we're saved, we're going to heaven when we die, but we still have that old nature. We still have the Adamic nature. We have, we have a sinful nature. And, and we do sin, don't we? We do sin. But thank God we, we, have a, uh, we have forgiveness for it. If we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So those people that, go, that are in the millennium in, that, in their body, this body, they will still have that sin nature. And so when children are born to them, and see, their longevity of life will be restored. The Bible says a person dying 100 years old like a baby. Uh, there'll be people that live in, through the entire 1,000-year reign, not die. They'll be, uh, you know, hundreds of years old. So, so they're going to be having babies. They're going to be having children. Now, the children that are born to them, just like the children that are born to us, our children, when they reach of accountability, have to be saved. Amen? It'd be the same with them. Now, there will be some that will not. They will not get saved. And so at the end of the, of the millennium, the, the uh, devil then goes around all these that have not been saved. He, he tries one more time, you know, an insurrection against Christ. He, he tries to dethrone Christ. But, but uh, then he's taken and thrown into the lake of fire and all of those that, have, that he has gathered with him in that final uh, insurrection. So, so during, uh, during the uh, millennium, uh, there, there will be, there will be uh, people that will uh, not be saved. There will, of course, be millions that are, that will be saved during during a, the millennium, those children that are born, many of them will be, but uh, but some will not. So uh, so he, he said here, number one, the, the purpose of this is to finish the transgression. Now look at the second purpose, not only to finish or to restrain firmly the transgression, but to make an end of sins, plural. Now the first, the first point there, it means to... Uh, uh, finish the transgression and, and that's that's not that's you know that's just talking about one thing uh, I, I mean that's talking about sin in general but the, uh, the the second use of it down here it's a plural it says sins so the first time talking about general sin and but then the second thing here is about specific sins not only is sin in total to be dealt with, but, 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 or in general, 
but sins in specific are to be dealt with as well. Now, the idea is that not only will God deal with sin as a totality, but God will deal with specific sins as well. If, you know, they're going to be, when, when, when the person sins during the millennium, then that's going to have to be dealt with. They're going to be, it's going to be dealt with. The, the Lord Jesus be ruling with a rod of iron. And uh, they're not going to be able to, you know, to go on without, without, uh, without that sin being, being dealt with. So, so there, there's a 70-week period of history, the end of which God will wipe out sin. And that's a great finality in that thought. See, that'll be at the, the end of the millennium. And, you know, and then we refer to it as eternity begins. But, I mean, eternity has no beginning or end. But, but you, know, you know what we mean when we say that. The, the time is over. And, and now, you know, it's everlasting. It's eternity. Uh, and so I'm going to have to stop there because, because at times... We have uh, we have our our king's kids back there, and also a nursery, and uh, they get real aggravated with me if I don't uh, if I don't dismiss around eight o'clock because because they're getting through back there, and they're they're having a hard time dealing with those rowdy your rowdy kids back there. So uh, we're going to stop uh, next next Wednesday night. We'll take up the third. Uh, of the negative statements. And there's three, three more that are positive, and we'll deal with those. See, I told you in the beginning, would this be three lessons? It's not. It's going to be more than that. Uh, uh, next week will just be the third lesson, and I'm still kind of in the introductory part. So uh, we'll deal with that then. All right, we, uh, we still, here on Wednesday night, we still... We still call it prayer meeting, prayer meeting as well as Bible study, and so we want to give you an opportunity to, to pray. We've tried all kinds of different methods, you might say, of, uh, of you know, having prayer. And we, we found that it works better for us to have a prayer list. That's what this is all about. And we've got all the, all the needs that we have. If, if, you, if this is your first time with us on Wednesday night, we have a sex nurse, folks that are sick, get well, section and then we have the cancer patients and and you can see there's twice as many of those there are get well and then we have a, a list of those for salvation as family members or friends you know that people want to be saved we have in the hospital and sympathy that's someone's lost a loved one uh, traveling and then we have people that's in uh, assisted living convalescent home and then the special need, that's a big need. That's, that's other, a lot of things on there that are not necessarily uh, health issues, but, but other, other problems. <clears throat> we also have a section for those out of our church that are in service in the military. And then on, on the, this part right here, we have uh, some of the missions with the, the, the uh, Missionary families are on the back, mo most of them. There, some of these that are here on the, this inner section <clears throat> are uh, families. But, but we have we 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 support two Bible colleges, uh, and then the Help Ministries. We and the Faith International Partners. That's that's been Bounds and his wife, and they uh, they work mostly with what what they refer to as the. Uh, you know the forgotten, forgotten peoples, and uh, we 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 help with starting new churches, new church ministries. We help with that, uh, brother. Uh, by the by the way, brother Gentry, that started the church in Bartow, and we supported him through all of all of these years. I think I think it's like six years that that we have uh, supported him and his work there. Uh, he has retired now, and and they've called uh, another. A pastor, but back uh, some time ago, Brother Gentry, Gentry uh, wrote a letter and said that we didn't we didn't have to support them any longer because they were self-supported. You know, they bought a they bought a church building there that used to belong to the uh, Jehovah's Witness, and so they had to get it saved, get it converted, 
and uh, and they went in and cast out the demons and all that, and uh, made a Baptist church out of it. And and so uh, I think I think he told me that that's paid for now. That's all paid for, and uh, so they're doing good. Um, but they've they've called a new pastor, and uh, and so he's uh, he's no longer uh, brother Gentry is no longer pastoring. I think he's gone back to being on the staff over at Mark, I believe. Do you, do you know Matt? Yes, yes. Okay. He was having a lot of health health issues, and I think it got to where it was just too much trying to pastor, you know, and all. <clears throat> the church staff then, then, then uh, different ministries like our bus ministry, uh, choir, Saints of Christ, and all that. And uh, so we have this for you to take with you throughout the week when you go to the Lord in prayer and, and uh, bring all of these things to mind. And, and then we want to give you time here before we dismiss here tonight. We're going to uh, give you time to spend a few minutes in prayer. And if you want to stand, you can stand and pray. If you want to just stay seated and do that. If you want to come to the altar, you can do that. But just the next few minutes, let's take this time and look to the Lord in prayer about the needs that we have here in our church family.